Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And it's another week, and of course, uh, coming off the back of another family meeting here in South Africa. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm sure that our lady on the ground in France has a better idea of what's happening back here in South Africa than I do. Welcome, Jenny Baxter. And of course, oh, by the way, I'm Melanie Walker. And how are things over in France? And, and what is your feeling about the latest family meeting that we've had? Hey, Melanie. Hi. So you didn't watch last night's family meeting? I don't watch any of the family meetings. I have other people to tell me about it afterwards. As long as I know that the bottle store is going to be open and closed, that's about it. (laughs) Well, they're going to be closed. (laughs) Sorry to say. But only for four days. They were were positing possibly 11 days, but now it's only four. So that's a bonus. It's just for the Easter weekend. And you can stock up today and tomorrow. And the restaurants will be open. And they'll be serving alcohol until 11 o'clock. And the shabins and the bars. So you can go out and and celebrate Easter in in a good way still. Yes. Oh, so being actually kind of quite circumspect though and social distancing and not driving when you're drunk and all of that. We're having our own family meeting tonight, oh. which is, oh, we're all dreading it because our president has been really anti-lockdown. As you know, you know, our, our lockdowns have been so gentle, we don't even know, you know, you can't feel the difference apart mm. from the, the restaurant tables being closed. But he's getting a lot of pressure from doctors who are just saying that, you know, the hospitals are over 100% full, the ICU units. Oh, no. and, um, and so they're saying, you know, within a week or two, if the figures continue in the same way, it'll be a horror show. So Well, we'll it. see what happens over in France. Um, it was interesting in uh, having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and he said, when this whole COVID thing is over, and I'm like, do you have a due date on that by any chance? I mean, he is a politician. Even the politicians can't tell us. And if we're in that situation, well, you know what? We're just going to have to hung fuss, eh? Yeah, yeah. And watch lots of good, good South African TV. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's been some fantastic stuff. I mean, we've been uh, keeping people updated with what they can see. South Africans who are doing great things abroad. So what has actually been happening in the last week or so that just come on your radar? I mean, there's so much. There's, there's one girl who's written for us before from the Netherlands. And unfortunately, she lost both her sister and her mother um, a few weeks ago, just like a week apart. And her nephew and niece are now, um, you know, without their mother or their grandmother. Mm. So she's trying to raise money at the moment to, um, to get a lawyer to get visas for them to move to the Netherlands so that she can look after them there. And, um, and I just thought it was worth highlighting how many South African expats actually do help their family back home. Mm. So even before, you know, the sad passing away, for the last few years, she sends money every month you know, to her family back home. So that's why there is nobody in South Africa to help them. She has been the backbone. And, yeah. and it's like that for many expats. They, they still help the people back home. And look, I mean, we are always trying to bring the good and the happy news to people, but there are these stories that need to be told. And one of them, of course, was, um, oh, and I know we spoke about it a couple of weeks or months ago, about the, the, the saddest rugby moments. Which was one of the, I mean, I, I know I sent it to you as well, and it was just the most thing with Rassi. So it's that whole story, one of the saddest rugby moments of Makazole Mapimpi's 
whole rugby playing career, you know, when they came out onto the fields and the numbers had the photographs and the names of the people that they were playing for. And of course, all of his family had died. And there's Russi telling the story about how, you know, and he's in tears. And I mean, Russi, of course, just the most amazing rugby guy. I absolutely adore him. And he's in tears telling the story. And my, my children, I hadn't actually seen the TikTok and my kids sent it to me. And, you know, that's, that's the guy who's playing rugby for all of us. And it is what I mean, it makes the hair on your arms stand up sometimes. So these stories are stories that need to be told that we, we need to keep on bringing to people so that if they're people overseas, they can actually help. He was the guy, I think, who scored one of the winning tries in the, yeah. in the World Cup. For South Africans abroad who haven't seen that TikTok that's going viral, you know that it's actually from Chasing the Sun, which is that brilliant Springbok documentary currently streaming on Showmax and yeah. on Showmax International. So, so, I mean, I would so, so recommend it to everybody to watch it. You'll cry, you know, with sadness, but also with pride. Yeah, no, that's one of those things. Okay, so what news have you been getting in from expats around the world? Well, there's a wonderful girl, Flower, in Korea, who went over to South Korea to be a teacher, and she's often sent us great stuff. She's actually, she is so passionately South African that um, she's even started a, a South African shop called... Um, like a spaza shop or something like that, yeah. you know. She landed up falling in love with a Korean guy mm-hmm. and um, was recently featured on a TV show, which we've watched um, in Korea, which every week they, they feature a different foreigner and their mother-in-law. And normally it's about how awful the relationships are. But Flowers one is, is just <laughs> wonderful because there's lots of giggling. She taught them, um, you would love this, she taught them be lacquer. Be lacquer. Um, <laughs> Be lacquer, and she taught him about Ubuntu, and she she taught them and her grandparents, her, her Korean grandparents, how to dance to Jerusalem. It's a really great celebration of the South African culture in Korea. Yeah, and which is great for Koreans to get to understand more about South Africa, since there are so many SA teachers, you know, in South Korea. But that's the thing is that we are lacquer people and we need to remember that we're always lacquer. And of course, there's always some lacquer local news as well. And um, I see that you've got a whole thing here about the Northern Cape flowers. Um, that's the South African designer who I've worked with quite a lot uh, over the years, Leon Klucher. And he had a thing on YouTube called Rebel Gardener. And he's also been on the Weather Channel and um, I think on 115 on Catch Up and whatever with uh, his um flower safaris as well so what what is this that you've sent me about candelabra lily and and he's he's actually on a dstv show at the moment i've forgotten what it's called but no, that's but this he, plant safaris which has oh, been that, going out on one funny. channel 180 yeah he says it's like a secret um flower display that because you know everybody knows about going to the northern cape in springtime to see the beautiful flowers mm. but what happened is about two weeks ago there was a sudden thunderstorm 10 millimeters of rain which was just enough to make these candelabra lilies which are like huge and beautiful and pink and and red and white and just beautiful large 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 he's taken a wonderful video there and photos and um and yeah if you want to see a, a secret flower display that's the place to go 
I see that he's also got um, stuff on Facebook and YouTube as well. He's in Hong- China, somewhere in China, doing a garden at the moment. The boy travels. I mean, he wins awards in like Singapore. He's built gardens there for a flower show, and he's been to New Zealand and Australia. I mean, he really is. He's taken over, of course. He's the guy who took over doing the Kirsten Bosch display for Chelsea. That's how we all know and love him because, you know, South Africa wins every year because of him, which is, well, well, he's one of the reasons, but yeah. um, one of the big reasons. And it always makes us so proud. And we normally get so many shares for those stories. You can't believe how, how proud they make South Africans feel. South Africans, and especially Cape Tonians, are very, very proud of their feinbos, you know, <laughs> the most diverse plants in the world. What can they we say? Tr- you know, Cape Tonians are like that, though, Brie. It's like our stuff. Hey? <laughs> but you know what I wanted to ask you? Like for Easter, there's this mm. big thing. And, you know, we have a recipe section and we have a brilliant pickled fish um, recipe, which is apparently a tradition on Friday, on Easter mm. Friday. But I grew up near Durban and I don't remember any of us ever having pickled fish on Friday. Is it something that you do in Joburg or is this another Western Cape thing? I don't know. Maybe it's an, a worldwide thing because, I mean, there used to be a thing that you would only eat fish on Fridays if you were Catholic, you know, <laughs> until things change. Yes. So maybe it's just a hangover from that as well. But, I mean, I know that uh, pickled fish for me, I've also got a fantastic recipe. And if you can get the smursnook recipe, that's even better. And that's a very Cape Tonian thing. Um, we'll have to look a little bit further into that. But I'm, I'm quite happy to go and make some pickled fish for the weekend, I must be honest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My children won't agree with me, but I will have it. <laughs> so you also got something about cows on the beach? You remember Ziggy from London, one of my friends? Yes. I took her to South Africa and she fell asleep in the 4 by 4 and woke up on the beach in the wild coast and got the fright of her life because there were all these cows. And it's, um, SA Tourism says it's actually one of the most authentic South African experiences you can have. So if anybody hasn't experienced it yet, um, head down. It's, uh, I think one of the, the main places you'll see it is, oh, Treasury Beach or something. Treasury, mm-hmm. uh, I've forgotten the name of the beach. Um, Whereabouts is it? Is it like down in, in the old Trans Sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Port yeah, St. John's, yeah, okay. Yeah, Port St. John's. And, and there's heaps of them. And I mean, the, this film that Mike Geyer has done, he's like nature's whisperer. It, it almost looks like a dance. You know, he's gone between the cows and some are standing, some are sitting. And it's kind of like, you know, waiting for the cows to come home. They're not coming home. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> but, but what I found interesting when we did the story is that actually, I thought South Africa was the only place where we had cows that were beach bums. But um, it, it happens. <laughs> It happens in Goa and Albania and some crazy other countries too, but not all countries. It is unique and you should try it. Okay, well, I will think about that the next time I manage to get down there, if we uh, are ever allowed to kind of like have enough money to go and travel, but we'll get there one day. But if you're down in the coast and it is Easter and all these long weekends coming up and your kids are out of school, then maybe do that. That's not a bad idea at all. Now, on the entertainment front, I know we've got a whole lot to talk about as well. We have already mentioned about Chasing the Sun. But um, I've over the last few weeks been saying why don't expats go online and go and see what South African artists are doing not just artists that are actually drawing pictures but artists who are musicians and I caught up with Cindy Alter who had this to say hello everybody hoping you're having an awesome time whatever you're doing it's been a bit rough for all of us so there have been a lot more online shows than live shows and I've been doing this online show for 
probably about a year now. Wow. And it's called Where Are They Now? And this is a really good show for any expats, anybody out the country, because you will remember all these artists that have been around all these years and probably don't know what they're doing or what they've been or what they've been doing over the last couple of years. And so that's what this is all about. So I've gone really far back, like 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called Where Are They Now? It's on a platform called Discover TV, and it's D-I-S-C-O-V-R, Discover TV. You can watch any of the shows on YouTube or Cindy Alter Live Entertainment Facebook page. There should be all the back shows from that. So you can go and look at the reruns. Check out who I've interviewed starting from last year. Whew. Cedric Sampson, PJ Powers, Sipo Hotsticks, Richard Loring, Ann Power, Nia Nell, Sonia Herald. <laughs> I've been running the gamut, so they say. Go check it out. See what you think. And if you want to ever hook up on a, a Tuesday night, local time 7 p.m., we always send out a link. It will always be on my Facebook page, Cindy Alter. And you can check out the link and come on board and watch the show. Yeah, good luck to all of you out there. Glad that you're still interested in what's going on in the old country. Lots of love. Cheers. And that's a lovely message. And of course, if you don't remember who Cindy was, she was the singer for Clout. And they had that international hit. When was it? Back in the 70s, Jenny, with Substitute. Must have been about the 70s, yeah. Please tell me it was the 80s. I think it was the 70s. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I know we're not going to give our age away, though. Okay. Anyway, she next week will be, that's um, after the Easter weekend, the Tuesday night, she'll be speaking to Selwyn Miller, who was an impresario here in South Africa. And he used to put on events and manage bands and things. And he went over to the States and ended up being David Gates from Bread's manager. So she's going to be catching up with him and finding out what they are doing. Because, of course, it's like, where are they now? We always want to know where the South African. We did a whole series on it, like we found Glenda Kemp and the lady who played Tessa in those. Remember the, the um, photographic magazine oh, comic I things? I love those. Die Mann, what is the Swart Reiter and die, <laughs> all of those wonderful things. Yeah. So we went on a mission to find out where all these people had gone to. It was rather fascinating. But on the entertainment side, what else has been uh, chasing you down? Um, well, there's Temptation Island SA, which is, which is <laughs> sorry, coming Blech. to South Africa. So if anybody in South Africa is single and hot and looking for someone, or if you're in a couple and you want to test your relationship, which I really wouldn't do, but if you want to, um, then, then we'll have details on the site on how you could take part in Temptation Island. Melanie will not be up for no. grabs. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is what's the difference between Temptation Island and Love Island? And, you know, I mean, what, what <laughs> I'm trying to, is there a difference in the whole way it works? Or is it just that they've decided to try and do something like Love Island on steroids? I've never watched either of them, to be honest, because I'm in <laughs> France and we don't get them here. Or maybe we do, but I don't watch them. I think from the Temptation, it's, it's about tempting people to try and uh, they bring back old boyfriends or try and get them... To be tempted. Away from to who they were. To break up relationships. Well, so that sounds like a fantastic premise, doesn't it? When we've been going through COVID and everything and people have been breaking up and all of this, yes, let's throw that into the mix. Why don't we? Oh, my goodness me. Oh, no, entertainment. <laughs> and then you've got something here about um, what you've got coming up. So tell me about um, <clears throat> luring beetles for sex. 
<laughs> it's um, it's one of the very exciting stories. It's a it's a first for Africa. There's there's a guy in in the Western Cape again, who was looking for this really rare orchid, and mm. when he found it, he discovered that that the way it pollinates is by luring a beetle to have sex with it, and um, and he's actually got it on video. So we'll have that on the site as well. A beetle making love to an orchid and it, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it helps um, it helps the orchid survive so mm -hmm. it's really clever I mean the, the flowers the how it's it makes itself look like a beetle well that sounds like something definitely worthwhile watching but of insect porn yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just want to let you know as well that, um, of course, Jesse, Jesse Clegg, Johnny Clegg's son, who's yeah. been doing wonderful things, he's got a whole bunch of gigs that are coming up um, over the Easter weekend. He's down in the Eastern Cape, uh, and I love it. He says, you know, the 1st of April, he's going to be in PE, also known as Krepecha. <laughs> well so he's got, if you go and have a look for him on Facebook, um, you can see where he's playing. So if you're down in the Eastern Cape, do go and, um, you know, book a ticket, go and see. Let's do this, he says. Let's do this. And then I'm going to send you some information as well for other people here in South Africa who are doing some wonderful online stuff and on YouTube uh, with South African musicians. Um, House on the Hill does some fantastic stuff. I think that's one of the brainchild of Marcus Wyatt. He's the most amazing flugelhorn player and trumpeter. And he's been doing these um, wonderful interviews with um, like the master percussionist Klale McKenna and they're on episode 7 at the moment so I'm going to send you that YouTube link so you could actually put it up so if people want to see what's happening on the jazz scene in South Africa as well you can actually go and check it out and listen to what the people have to say I think oh, yeah. you know in this day and age it, it's so nice that people are finding different ways of connecting especially when we're so spread out and not able to go and actually see people at the moment yeah Totally, totally. Please send that. Jen, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you. You too. Have a good Easter. Bye. Hi, this is Cindy Alter, and you've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast.